see male ass today. You didn't see any male ass today? <laughs> no! Damn. It's a rough day. I'm sorry. All right. You kicking us off here? Oh, wait. It's been a minute. You want to ask me something? What's going down? <laughs> you want something right? You gotta do it yourself. <sighs> All right, yeah, whatever. Recovery pod. What you got? Hola, que es tu going down? Please don't make it worse than it already is. <laughs> you know I can. <laughs> I know you can. That's why I'm trying to stop it. Um, so I've been, like I was saying earlier, I've been thinking a lot about the word brave, courage. Okay. And I thought, I always thought of myself as brave before. Like, way, way, way before when I was, like, younger. And, um, and I've been told I was, and, and I, I never really knew the meaning of the word fully. Like, I, I thought I knew it. I, I thought that's the one thing I did know. But just the other day, it was, um, I, I finally realized the meaning. And I saw molly just like watching out the screen door and then she's just sitting there and just like watching and then like all of a sudden there's like a little squirrel that comes out and it scares her and she runs away and i'm like damn girl i thought you were brave and then i'm like but she is brave though even though she's so easily scared by everything she still wants to go out and explore. And I always thought bravery meant that you um that you're fearless, that you just nothing faces you, you're going and you're just moving on pure impulses and but no. That's not at all what it means. It means that even though you are scared shitless, that you are just constantly terrified. You still get up and you go. And, um, which made me feel of myself, feel myself like being even more brave because there's a lot of things that scare me, a lot of things that give me anxiety. And, you know, a lot of people, and I started seeing that a lot of people are that way. We're all. We all have like really deep rooted fears, especially addicts. But even though we have those things, and, and this is a fact, we all have that. We all have at least one deep rooted fear that we still get up and we still go and we still do things and we still get ourselves to. And, and then I had this dream last night that I was trying to climb this big tall building and I was really really scared the whole time and I would keep looking down and just seeing how even more scared I am but then I still kept doing it because I want to think that I get stuck on the or we <coughs> get stuck on the idea of oh no we're not going to be able to make it we're blah 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 and it's like no that's that's not what what I need to think about I need to think about the fact that I'm still fucking doing it 
and that's a lot. I'm trying to think of I I, I don't think it's the Lion King. Have you ever seen the Lion King? Yes. I've seen the Lion King. I don't think it's the Lion King though. Okay. <laughs> but it might be. So anyway, I'm just gonna pretend it's the Lion King. Where okay. um Simba's like talking to Mufasa and he's just like, Oh, I thought you were brave. You know, or I thought you why why are you getting scared? Like I thought you never got scared. I thought you were always brave. And he's like, the only time you can be brave is when you're afraid. Hmm. It's not Lion King. It doesn't matter. I like it, the quote. But it's bothering me. Okay. <laughs> I want to know. Um, but yeah, it was like something along those lines where like this fearless warrior father figure was like, you know, always standing up to the face of danger and this and that. And then perceivably, this person's never afraid. And he's like, dude, I'm scared shitless. Like, I'm about to go into this war or whatever. Like, you know, being brave is Ned Stark. Oh yes, that's and he's and he says something along the lines where he's like, "The only time you can I can be brave is when I'm afraid." Mm-hmm. Because if you're not afraid, are you brave for walking up to like a cute little bunny and petting it? No, because you're not afraid of it. You know, are you afraid to go walk out on a blade of grass? No. So you're not really brave for doing things that you're not afraid of doing. You're brave when you're faced with the danger, when you're faced with the worries and concerns, but following through anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Almost, almost, you know, both of my fallen soldiers, Ned Stark and Mufasa, but I almost got them confused. <laughs> In my head, it was like Simba and Mufasa, but then I'm like, nah, I see like a dude though. Like, um, yeah, like it's, it's really hard to, most of my things, it's hard for me to relate. Cause like, the only two things I can think of is I got real shook after I got jumped when I was 14. So like fighting or confront confrontations, we'll say, because fighting, you know, it's understandable who wants to just like walk into a fight. You know what I mean? But um, confrontations kind of fucked me up for a while because I could think I thought they could result in a fight or in me getting my ass whooped again. So it was like this psychological thing where. It's kind of hard, and and my other things are like stage fright. So it's both of those things kind of require somewhat of a cool head because if you go and try to have a confrontation or a conversation with someone, but you think something's about to go down, you're sending a lot of body language, you're getting fluttery, you're stumbling, you you know what I mean? You're panicky, can't do that on stage either. It's just going to make things worse. So... Um, but I guess, I guess there's a lot of things people face that they're afraid of that to them is just as bad for them to handle with that type of energy, with that type of panic and, and worry and fluster. Um, but the few times I have been able to face those things, thinking about it, and this is something I was just thinking of really recently, um, even before your friends just visited thinking about the worry is so much worse than the reality of what happens Mm -hmm. like that half hour between you texting me that you and your friends are coming kicked my social anxiety into like hyperspeed where i'm just like oh god what is this day gonna be like oh like it's gonna be like what are these people gonna be like what is this day gonna be like i don't feel real social we're not in the best vibe right now 
and it was all these things and it was just like this kind of panic luckily and then you know after the whatever 10 minute mark you said you'd be here and then it was like another 20 so it's like when are they gonna be you know what i mean and but once they got here it was like super chill and i know right before that i just kind of psyched myself up like dude this isn't being present like you don't know what's gonna happen you're social with people all the time you meet strangers all the time you have conversations like what are you worried about and then just kind of snap back into the present and nothing about any of it was worthy of those feelings I was feeling you know you were brave I was that day yep I was brave to meet like a little toddler (laughs) (laughs) in your family and a friend that kind of looks like she's a toddler (laughs) (laughs) see I was gonna say like a five foot woman and a toddler (laughs) But I didn't want to. I didn't want to do her like that. So no, I yeah. But yeah, she's not gonna listen to this anyways. Hell yeah, she's gonna listen. She needs like financial fucking podcast. So anyway, we're gonna talk about stocks. Yeah, that's the kind of shit. You want to know how to make your business boom? Follow these three tips. Okay, okay, okay. I can think of one another. I can think of another thing that. You may have a fear of. This is really, really where you want to go? No, I'm just saying. I have a fear like, of you telling me about my fears. Go ahead. Well, a couple things, but I'll just say the one. Oh, boy. Actually, I got a whole fucking list. <laughs> yeah, I actually do, but I didn't want to say that. <laughs> you fucking said it with your eyes. So can I? Go ahead. Okay, I have my permission. But if if... If I if it results in a vibe kill, you'll understand. Yeah. Cool. This is how we communicate. The fear of feeling like you don't have a choice. That could be one of them. A fear of losing choice. That's yeah. the one. So when you say this. Let me just tell you where my mind goes, and I don't think this is what you're intending. Are you... I'll just stick with what you said. I don't have any... I'm just trying to, like, make you think about, like, because you're like, well, I don't really have, like, I just have this and that. And it's but you're like... not trying to say my lack of choice is all due to a fear of lack of choice. Right? What? Oh, wow. Like, you're not saying... The way it sounds is like you're trying to say like, oh, you just have a fear of a lack of choice. You don't really experience any lack of choice. Is that what you're trying to say? You think it's all based around fear of not having a choice that I really don't have as much of a lack of choice as I think I do. Um, a little bit, but not like. Uh, this is the stuff though. Oh, really? Okay. It just makes it seem like you're trying to flip it like, see, you're not really, you don't really have a reason to trip on anything. Everything's fine. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. You don't really have a lack of choice. You do. You just fear that you don't. Like, it's hard when you try to twist my things and make them seem like they're not things. Okay. I get what you're saying. But no, I didn't mean it like that. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
Fuck. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I want to pot about. So okay, no. Nope, we nope. can talk about my fears <laughs> if you want. I don't know if this deserves a nice cut splice or uh, just roll authentically, but um, no. So like, I I I wouldn't say I have like a paranoia or anxiety about not having fear, but I do probably analyze overly to make sure that I don't get stuck without a choice. You know what I mean? But I actually, you know, I, I feel like if it was as much of a thing as you may think it is, I wouldn't have stopped living at my old place because that put too much up in the air. You know what I mean? I would have wanted the security to have my own place to be like, mm-hmm. no, I choose to spend my time and days how I feel like it. If you don't like it, like, you know, so I see what you're saying. Um, I, I, I feel like the times I've spoken on it lately that I've, I've kind of seen enough reason to, but it may not be quite as magnified as it looks to me in those times. So, yeah, I know, I know when it comes to uh, like marriage, you know what I mean? Like marriage can really feel like a lack of choice to me, you know, where it feels like a promise I'm making for forever. So if, if in the future I want to choose something different, I can't, you know what I mean? Or that, you know, and I'm not against like union. I'm not against the idea of marriage. I'm not, I, I, I kind of wish I was more on board with it. But I do hate, I, I only hate it for the fact where if it's like, if if we both grow apart, like let's say we get married and in 10 years, we're just different people, both of us. We just, this isn't it, right? Or you think it's it and I don't. Or I, well, I'll just use myself as an example because I don't want you to make it personally. But let's say I'm just like super 10 years invested, deeper, I'm everything's the way I want it. And you're just like, bro, like nothing personal. I'm just not into you. Like I'm, I'm, oh, I'm over it. I'm in a new phase of life. I met someone else who sparks my soul and, and we've kind of fizzled over the last five years. You should have a choice to honor that. Can I say something? Yeah. Okay. I'm not just so we're clear. I'm, this isn't any type of trying to influence you for anything. I'm just telling you my perspective. Okay. <laughs> Everybody has a choice to leave anytime they want. They do. Even in marriage. They do. And if everybody was like, you know, this is a possibility for anybody. It's even a possibility for my best friend and her husband who I don't ever see breaking up. Yeah. But they took it. They took it that chance because they know it's worth it because they love each other, you know? So I think marriage is about learning how to be brave and take chances to step into that. Are you a marriage type of girl? I used to not be. Hmm. My anti-marriage views make you want to be? Maybe because it wasn't until I met rebel. (laughs) It wasn't until I met you that I started thinking about cuffing family. (laughs) Fucking. I want that face. I want to learn how to do the zoom up like things, you know, like we'll be watching a video, but then it like zooms in on someone and this (laughs) kids, um, 
thinking about what I want my wedding to look like or how I want it to be. What fucking wedding colors? Like, never. Damn, you got girly after you met me. I You've made me girly. And it's all your fucking fault. Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're kind of tomboyish when I met you. And now pink is my yeah. favorite color. That's <laughs> your fucking fault, too. <laughs> like, oh, you don't want those yellow mustard Jordans. You need these uh, peach and pink dunks. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, a lot of these things are just the go back to being brave. You know, it's like moving here, right? Mm -hmm. It could, it could have been terrible. We could have fought like crazy and fucking just like, you you didn't want to like, you feel like you were stuck here. Not, I'm not talking just like in your trigger times, but just like in general, Mm -hmm. you know? I would have, you know, there's so many things, but it ended up working out as best as it could have, you know, because we we had to take that chance. We had to take a chance on being in this relationship, you know? Yeah. So, I mean. Yeah, you don't get anywhere by playing it safe. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, if you try to stay safe, avoid every possible pitfall, you're not going to make it anywhere. I'm going to steer it away from the marriage conversation because otherwise I'm going to double down and just reinforce like more anti-marriage talk. But that wasn't the point. Okay. <laughs> but like, and nothing against you. It's just, I, I have real twisted views on, on marriage sometimes. And it's just, um, well, I want to hear about it right now. Do you yeah. think they want to hear about it? I, I'm just curious. They might, Cause they might be sitting there like, you know we what? Never, I kind of feel weird. We never get to talk about it without you thinking that, there's other things involved in it. I think there's other things involved in it. Like, so one, yes, the whole choice thing, like, um, it, it's it's kind of like legally binding, you know what I mean? It, it makes it super hard to get out of, you know? And it's, um, it's just one of those things that, like, to me, there's other ways of doing it like you can have a celebration of love where all your friends and people get together and have like a party you can change your last name if you want to you know what i mean you can do so many things to act as if marriage and like legally it's 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 a piece of paper it's like a binding contract you know just as much as you say you can get a divorce you can leave you can flat out walk out of the house you can have an affair you can have all you can do all the things like the certificate doesn't really change whether or not you'll stay together so at the same time the parts of it that i feel like are icky or are not the point of wanting to unionize with somebody Mm -hmm. um those are the parts that i don't like I, i feel like on a spiritual level the um kind of like legal part of marriage is kind of like the bad part you know i feel like it's just the physical binding the complications i think back in the day that was kind of the norm i think people wanted to do it they wanted to for whatever reason engage with the legality of it and mm-hmm. i think these days and i will I'll, I'll be fair and say that these days people who are also against it also probably aren't the most committed like they want to stick their dick in anything that moves or it's like one fight and they're off they already got five other people lined up from Facebook flirting and shit like that. But that's not my intent. My intent isn't to like be free. It's just to not feel stuck. 
you know, and I've seen people feel stuck. I've seen people go into debt over divorces. I've seen um, so many things. And I don't know. I just, man, I did not want to make this a, a you know, you saying that, that actually, <clears throat> I agree with that. Oh, I think that's why. Never I, get married? Huh? Never. Will you never marry me? Never. Um, I think that. Should have got on one knee. That's what made me like, just be so, I don't know. It just, it's, it's just weird, but I do want to be able to call the person my husband at least. Yeah. And I want to have rings and I want to have a wedding mm-hmm. and stuff. But it doesn't have to, like, be signing papers and shit. I thought for the longest time that you saved, like, on taxes and shit if you were married and filed together. And I was like, maybe that's a reason. And someone that's married was like, no, actually, you got to pay more. I'm like, oh, well, what the fuck is the point? Yeah. Why get married? You got to pay to get married. You got to pay even more to get divorced. You got to pay more taxes because you're married. Like, And I don't know these marriage facts, but, like. Anyway. And the financials are combined, so your credit becomes my credit, and... You don't want that. <laughs> no. You don't want that. <laughs> Alright, so you got anything else on bravery? No. I feel like the first part of that was a hot shit show. Can we switch it up? Sure. Mostly due to me. Alright, so... Rewind. Hey, this is a new episode of the pod. Um, So I wrote something down a while ago, going back to self. I don't think we talked about this one. And if we did, fuck it. Sometimes you need to hear things more than once, right? Mm -hmm. So like going back to the self. The self is like, that's like the thing we're constantly trying to escape. You know what I mean? Like using, we are running away from ourselves. We want to not feel ourselves, not think, not feel, not experience, not not remember not show up for tomorrow whatever it's like it's constant running from ourselves right and then recovery is getting back to ourselves like we we start to kind of get back into our skin we start to like recalibrate our mind we start to think and feel again and it's like being is such an amazing experience. Like I was, I was writing that down kind of with the concept of like, we're running, we're coming back to ourselves, like back online. But like it, just thinking about that concept got me thinking like how awesome it is to be, you know what I mean? Like we can do so much shit. We can like think we can create we can like find meaningful jobs, maybe not easily and not always, but if we look for it, it's there. We can like bond with other people. We can be funny and laugh. We can have sex. That feels pretty cool. Um, <laughs> sex is tight. Sex. <laughs> no, but you know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Like there's so many dope things we can do. And then to take it on another level, we can like, kind of be intuitive to other people like so when we get sober again after being numb for so long it does suck to feel the feelings we feel the anxiety the the depression the discontent the worry however those are fucking awesome because your situations call for it and you're just like aware of it you know what i'm saying like we we're not just like some 
animal you can like toss in a bush or a cage and then we just sit there with no real concept of what it could be or how to get out we're very aware of not wanting to be where we're at we know it could be better because otherwise we wouldn't have anxiety like i'm not worried about why i can't fly to the moon because i don't think i can so i'm not sitting here every day worried about it but when i'm in my depression when i'm in my funk i know there's something out there i know there's a better feeling i know there's a more meaningful job i know i know there's better people to surround myself with that's why i feel like shit being with the people i'm with mm-hmm. that's all good things but on the surface it seems like these are bad things i don't want to feel myself oh like i don't like the skin and it's like nah dude this is right where you need to be yeah, I, um, it's like, we always talk about instant gratification in recovery as if, like, you know, we, we judge something by the amount of time limit, but by the duration of effectiveness. But I think it has to do less with that, because that's just stupid. How does your body process time you know I think it more has to do with going back to the feeling self so whatever if you're not okay with feeling yourself you want something that will make you completely escape yourself so the complete escape is the drugs it's not the instant it's the complete does that make sense Mm. and then but we can but then eventually in recovery we learn to do other things right like you know going for a walk or talking to people or you know just like stuff like meditation you know but that requires a lot of feeling self to enjoy Mm. Mm -hmm. and you can really really enjoy it through yourself even more than using it's not instant gratification but it's also not about the instant it's about the 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 amount of feeling you feel of yourself does that make sense gradual gratification yeah but the gradualness is like better yeah if that makes sense yeah so Rather than an instant, like, quick, fast, hot burn, like, synthetic gratification, it's more like a slow burn, naturally building. But it's not even about, like, the time. It's just you have to be, in order to enjoy things in recovery, you have to feel them. You have to learn to feel yourself, feel your feelings. Getting back to yourself is is what that is, Mm -hmm. is your natural state of being. And then feeling everything through your own skin rather than just everything bypassing your skin and getting straight to the, you know? Yeah. That's why when I first got into recovery, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is, this is cool, but like, it's still not as good as drugs because I still feel like shit. But I mean, I'm at least like not dying. So I guess that's cool. But now that I'm. Now that I'm like feeling myself and I got back to myself. 
I can honestly appreciate this being better than drugs. I will always have a small little, like, pebble of, or speck of, like, um, that complete escape. The need for that feeling like I need that complete escape at some point. That's why the addiction is forever. But as long as I stay above that, constantly reminding myself of uh, staying in touch with myself and feeling things through myself and getting better at it, it's like, that won't really matter. You know, as long as I'm staying above that. If that makes sense. Yeah. Well, it's like, what even is a complete escape? You know, you just total shutdown mode you know to feel feeling absolutely nothing thinking about nothing remembering nothing not knowing who you are what's going on in your life just relieved of all burden like i feel like i feel that when my problems are handled you know what i mean like when when we got some shit going on when my car's fucking up again when you know a whole bunch of things are kind of going left or just having an off day you know maybe my body hurts because i'm working too much my leg was fucking with me all last year like, those type of things can happen and make me feel like, oh, yes, I'd like some relief from this, right? But I'm not looking to feel nothing. I mean, I think on some level in my addict brain, I am. But I'm looking to just be present. I'm looking mm-hmm. to not be distracted by something I don't like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And for me, being in recovery for a minute... I don't think about numbing it with drugs anymore. Like I really don't. The only time I think about using is, is when my brain, maybe I have too many conversations with, you know, my clients about moderation or something like that. Or we watch something a little too glorifying. That's like, Ooh, that would be fun, you know, but I'm not thinking of escaping my problems. Like when, when shit hits the van and like life isn't really treating me fairly or I'm fucking it up myself. (laughs) Like, I don't think about numbing out anymore. I think because to me, it's not about feeling nothing. Like, cause that's cutting my feelers off. Like the shit sucks. It's going to suck no matter what. I can temporarily numb my feelers, not feel it. It won't suck for however long, but then it's going to suck again. And then it's going to suck probably twice as hard. You know, I, I look to like pinpoint it. And, and cause that to me is, chasing the high that to me is trying to get to a place of resolution so i can feel that peace so i can feel that checkout because then it's like a for real checkout it's kind of like the same instead of the instant gratification it's the gradual one where i can process it get through it and then i know relief lies in the solution to that problem when i quit that job when i have that hard conversation when i can go to the chiropractor i don't know (laughs) like but i always got to go back to myself you know Mm -hmm. 